The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 147. Did you realize that being like a tree is the best way to deal with OCD? When you watch a tree blowing in the wind, it goes with the wind. It doesn't stand firmly and brittily against that wind because if it did, it would simply get knocked over. It bends with the wind. It allows the the wind to rush through its branches and through its leaves and it moves and sways with it but it doesn't uh, stand up and and allow the full brunt of that power of the wind to to build up and knock it down. And dealing with OCD is is very, very similar. So my quick message for you today is to be like a tree, my friends. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. If you are struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me to get that All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. Now, despite the focus on trees at the start of uh, the podcast today, um, today's episode is not going to be focused on that. It's going to be focused on a very common problem that many people struggle with, with OCD. And that is wanting to feel better before um, you think that you're able to get back into your life and to start living your life again. And this is something that I really struggled with myself. And so I think it's a really important area. Um, If you enjoy this podcast, it would be wonderful if you could um, head over to Instagram and follow and like there. And also if you could subscribe on your your podcast platform, whether that's uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that also really helps as well. I really hope that you find this uh, this episode helpful. If you have any questions, then please do let me know. And many thanks. I often like to start the podcast with a quote. And today's is by the amazing Ernest Hemingway. And it goes like this. Now is no time to think of what you do not have. Think of what you can do with what there is. And I think this is an amazing and very relevant um, quote for for today's podcast because obviously we're, we're focusing in on a huge issue which so many people, myself included, uh, struggle with when it comes to OCD. And that is that we're almost waiting to feel kind of good enough before we're going to get out there into our lives and really start living. Um, And this is because OCD is so difficult to deal with. 
So if this is you, if you find yourself kind of waiting, holding back, not wanting to kind of push yourself too far out of your comfort zone, then, you know, I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all that, you know, that's, that's maybe where you are because that is where I was myself for, for many years. And it is very difficult to, to get moving when you feel like the OCD is the center of everything. It can be so hard to, to get the ball rolling. Or perhaps you really have made progress with OCD, but uh, you often have very difficult days where you, you know, either consciously or unconsciously make a decision that you just can't do it uh, today, that it's too difficult today and that the only option really is just to kind of stay at home or, or to not take any risks and, and um, you know, and that's it. And unfortunately, you know, that, that, that too does keep us trapped it stops us from from being able to to really develop and evolve and to to get to that place with our OCD where we're truly managing it in a in a really productive and helpful way the antidote to this then as uh, Hemingway points out is to do our very best to to make the most of what we do have in the now in this in this particular moment so, well, thank you very much there, Mr. Hemingway, for your wonderful advice. <laughs> we understand it very well, but in reality, how do we do it? How on earth are you able to just kind of put yourself out there when you really, really, really don't want to do it? And the idea of just trying to be positive and, and put, a, put a smiley face over the fact that you're feeling absolutely terrible on the inside can just feel impossible uh, on some days. Well, let's unpack it a little bit. What I'm not really talking about here is the kind of fake it till you make it approach. Um, I think there is something to that, and we'll get into that in a second. But um, what we are doing is we're still acknowledging the fact that on the inside, there's a part of us that's struggling with difficult emotions. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, you know uh, that I think this is incredibly important. It's a big part of learning to get over OCD. It's learning how to tune into those difficult um, and different emotions that you're feeling and learning to, to label them and acknowledge them and feel them more. And this really, really helps us. And so, you know, even if you're feeling, you know, anxiety or um, embarrassment or anger or these different uh, different emotions um, it's important that you recognize them acknowledge them and allow them to be you know allow them to be there in the background we've done lots of different podcast episodes where we've discussed you know how to do that how to try to allow our emotions to be there in the background but the thing is once we've done that and we've allowed ourselves to to uh, to feel those emotions and explore them a little. We don't want to spend them the entire time focused on those difficult emotions. Uh, obviously, life could become quite dull or quite uh, quite depressing if you're just sat there focused on your negative emotions all day long. Um, of course, you want to get into your life. You want to get on with things. You want to work. You want to be with the important people in your life. Um, therefore, you, you need to allow yourself the opportunity to, to refocus your attention onto other things. And how we do that 
is very likely to determine the success that we have with it. Whether we do it with um, positivity or whether we do it uh, in a kind of begrudging and annoyed kind of way because we're still frustrated that the OCD is still hanging around in the background. You know, there's two options there. And this is what we're really kind of focusing on today. Now, it's obviously very, very easy to focus on how annoyed we are that OCD is there in the background as we go through our days. Perhaps you have a birthday party you've been looking forward to, perhaps a wedding, perhaps an important uh, social event of another kind or even a work event. And, you know, OCD can, can be there and it can be frustrating because, of course, you would much rather that it wasn't, but you can't change the fact that it is. And so in that moment, we, we have a choice to make. And obviously, that is to try our very best to just allow the OCD to be there and for us to focus our attention as much as possible on, tr- on trying to enjoy the present moment, of being as present as possible. The more present you are, um, the better generally you're going to feel. You know, a really big part of acceptance commitment therapy is learning how to be more in the present. Um, it's, it's, so, it's so important for OCD because obviously if you struggle with OCD, the main place that you are is either in the past or, or the future, you know, we're, we're kind of going over the past, revisiting things, uh, looking at the ways that we behaved or stuff that we did, or we're worrying about the future, what's going to happen with this. And, you know, this stuff just takes us completely out of the present moment. We're not able to be in the present. And so what you need to, to really practice is this ability to be more in the present, more engaged. Um, because when you can do that and really try to, to enjoy, you know, what's going on around you, the small things, the small details about your day-to-day life, these are the things that really help us to feel connected and to, to be in the present. Um, you know, mindfulness skills are fantastic for this. Um, you know, routinely tuning into your breath, for example, and uh, maybe even noticing, uh, paying attention to your feet as you're standing and, and noticing the, the muscles in your legs working uh, to, to support your body um, or paying attention to, to other things that you can hear or see as you're as you're as you're going through your day these are all kind of mindfulness uh, grounding techniques and they're really really very helpful for helping us to to stay in the present moment and then just to bring it back to what i was mentioning at the start um the kind of fake it till you make it approach now the important thing here is as i pointed out at the start you are not ignoring any of your emotions. You, you have already done some work with, with your emotions. You've identified what you're feeling and you know that it's perhaps there in the background, but you're going to just allow it to be there in the background whilst you choose to focus yourself in the present moment and try to be as positive as possible. You know, why not try to, to make a joke or two? Why not try to tell uh, an interesting story to a colleague or a friend? 
these are the kind of things that really help you to to come into the present moment. And so acting like you already are feeling good is a really fantastic way to actually uh, allow yourself to feel good. It's something that I personally use all the time. On those days where I'm really struggling, I'd much rather just kind of stay at home or or not go for a run or not go and see my friends. Sometimes you just have to force yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to do this because I know if I do and if I put on a happy face and try my best to be in the present and just enjoy, so often you do end up feeling so much better and you wake up the next day and you feel good about yourself because you, you know, you've been living your life by your values. Um, it might not always work. Obviously, sometimes certain emotions can be very strong and they can dominate our attention. And so if that does happen, try not to, to beat yourself up about that. As we know, self-compassion is incredibly important. But just keep trying. Keep trying to put yourself out there. And little by little... This is a really great way for you to start seeing that, you know, you are the boss. You are the one with the power. Uh, You can take back that control. And uh, this is, you know, one of the most important messages. It's something that, you know, I talk about all the time um, because OCD, it really, it, it does an amazing job at fooling us and tricking us that we don't have that power, that you know, that we're weak somehow, the OCD has won over us. And it's so important that we recognize that this is just false. It just isn't true. So there we go, guys. I hope that you found that helpful today. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to, on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.